0: Welcome to another episode of Midweek Meditation on the FPO Podcast, a weekly devotional podcast from First Presbyterian Church of Opelika. Each week, we take a look at one of the passages from the FPO Bible Reading Plan and have a devotional conversation about what God is teaching us in it and how to apply it in our lives. For more information on how to join us as we engage the Bible together, please visit firstpresopelika.org.
1: Morning again, FPO family. Hope all of you are doing well, and welcome to this week's episode of our midweek meditation today. James and I are diving into John's first letter, uh, the letter of First John. Uh, I'm going to read a small section for us from chapter four, verses seven to twelve, and then we're going to uh, dive in together. And in our time, we're going to take more of a thematic approach. To John's first letter and we're gonna talk about love because love is a word and a theme that is repeated over and over again in this letter so I'm gonna read again John 1st John chapter 4 starting in verse 7 and then we'll dive in John writes beloved let us love one another for love is from God and whoever loves has been born of God and knows God. Anyone who does not love does not know God, because God is love. In this, the love of God was made manifest among us, that God sent his only Son into the world so that we might live through him. In this is love, not that we have loved God, but that he loved us, and sent his Son to be the propitiation for our sins. Beloved, if God so loved us, we also ought to love one another. No one has ever seen God. If we love one another, God abides in us, and his love is perfected in us. James, as we take this scripture as kind of a a diving off point into a conversation um, about love, uh, we know as we've read through 1 John over this past week that over and over again, uh, John is addressing the topic of love, mm-hmm. not only as a part of God's character, as we see here, God is love, uh, as a part of God's work and Him sending Jesus, uh, but we see throughout other places our call to love. hmm We see in places uh, our life of love, even as the measuring stick of really even believing the gospel, honestly. And in a lot of ways, it feels like John here in his first letter to the churches is, you know, I think you said earlier, and it's well said, he's reflecting on uh, the final chapters of his gospel, the final days of the life of of Jesus, especially in the upper room where Jesus gets down on his knees and he washes the disciples' feet and he Mm -hmm. tells them, a new commandment I give to you, that you love one another just as I have loved you. Mm -hmm. Uh, You are supposed to love one another. And then he says, by this all people will know that you're my disciples if you have love for one another. So in a sense, it feels like the letter of 1 John is almost a a commentary mm-hmm. uh, on that event and on that idea of Jesus' love manifested for us and what that ends up doing to us and in us and through us as we respond to it. So, uh, I know that's a lot there, but but what uh, uh what are your thoughts as we kind of dive into this this conversation about love and the
0: the letter of 1 John? I think what's really clear about how John is unpacking love is he is going out of his way to connect love with action, mm. to say the love that Christ is calling us to is a love that acts. It is a love that serves, It is a love that sacrifices, and it is a love that ultimately obeys. I think just in our own lives and our own experiences, right, if, if there's someone in your life who is constantly saying like, hey, I love you but then isn't backing that up, right? Someone who says, I love you, but is never actually asking questions about your life and is never going out of his or her way in order to Mm. serve you. Or even is just kind of saying that tritefully and not actually having meaningful... At some point you're going to say, I don't know if you actually love me. Mm. I think you might just be saying I love you Because it's either easy to say or because, you know, in the very worst possible case, you're using it to try to get something from me. I don't think there's actually love there. Right. But what we're called to as brothers and sisters in Christ, seeing the example of Christ himself, is that we are called to a love that proves it. Mm. We are to prove that we love one another by putting our own lives down for one another, by giving of what we have to other people, by obeying God to show that we love him as he is love, and by sacrificing and serving and by acting.
1: Mm. Yeah, I mean, even as you said that, you know, the just the, the little phrase that you said of John goes out of his way to connect love with action, we see that right here in this passage where Uh, John makes that famous declaration that God is love Mm -hmm. and he could have stopped there but he didn't he said and in this the love of God was made manifest so in a sense God said I love you but he also showed us Mm -hmm. (laughs) in the in the biggest way possible that he loves us how by sending Jesus Christ to be the propitiation for our sins that is to to lay down his life as the sacrifice For our sins and so god says i love you and we don't have to go far to go oh wow he really does look what he did to mm-hmm. show us his love yeah and then that's john's reasoning beloved if god so loved us we also ought to love one another our love too must be connected to action and so i know we were talking earlier uh, a little bit about the connection between faith and work in a sense because john in multiple places seems to say the uh, the measuring stick for the authenticity of your salvation mm-hmm. <laughs> is that you love other people. And so just talk with me a little bit about uh, how God's love for us as the primary love uh, then begins to take root and play out in our love for other people. Because If we misread this, Mm -hmm. we could see it as, oh, wow, I better get busy loving people or else I'm (laughs) not going to get the love of Jesus. And we know that's a misreading, but that's a very easy Mm -hmm. misreading in our flesh. And so let's talk a little bit about um, how the love of God is primary. Give me some of your thoughts here.
0: Yeah, well, what John says here, I mean, he even says, if you continue on in a practice of sinning, then... You do not love the father. And then he's saying, if you love, then actually you're obeying. And so he's, he's saying loving is the ways you're reflecting what's happened. And if you're continuing on in your sin, well, then maybe you haven't been changed. Mm. It's really easy for us, and it makes a lot of sense in our own human understanding to say, um, if the evidence of love is the action, then the action is, is causing that thing. Right. Or to put it another way, if we're looking for love in somebody, it's the love itself that proves our salvation. Almost as if the loving and the obeying is what is the actual source of Mm. our salvation. And that's not what John is saying. That's not what he's saying about sin or about love. But instead, I think even as you've just read how God is love and how he manifests himself to us, what John is actually trying to tell us is that God has gone so far out of his way to love us mm. that his love has changed us. Mm. And when God's love as primary changes us from the inside out and takes our cold, stony, dead hearts and actually makes them alive so that we have the capability to love truly, that's when we're going to love. The, the change in us caused by God's love... Is why we are able to love it all, mm. and so we can look for love in our life as the fruit of that change. And so, if there's no love, then maybe there's been no change. But it's not that we have to get down and like, oh, I just I need to start loving people better in order that God would love me. That's that's the reverse of what we're seeing in mm. Scripture.
1: Yeah, I mean, even even in our passage here, you know, we we read that. In this is love, not that we have loved God, but that yeah. he loved us. Yes. And so we just read over and over again about the primary action of God's love towards us. God's love flows directionally towards us first. And as you said, you know, alluding to uh, that reference in Ezekiel where God has taken out our hearts of stone and given us hearts of flesh that now pump and feed and grow on love,
0: mm-hmm.
1: we too then begin to manifest love as uh, as you said, as the fruit of God's love in our lives. So if there's no there's no fruit of love, then on one level we can say, wow, well then maybe the love of God has not so impacted my heart that I've been changed. Mm-hmm. And so it doesn't minimize the need for us to be loving, uh, but it reminds us that the place that we go to turn into good lovers Is not to our own actions, it's to the source of love, Mm -hmm. who is the Lord himself, the Lord Jesus Christ. And so um, it shouldn't be a call to arms in a sense of, we better get busy loving. Mm -hmm. It's more of a, hey, come to the one who is love and gaze upon him and see the magnitude of his love for you and the way he has designed this thing to work is that, that that love will overwhelm you and will overpower you and will change you. And you'll begin loving others just as God has loved you. Yeah. And go ahead.
0: We We can maybe even, as you're talking, think about that as it's not that God loves us and then we turn around and love. We could even think about that as Hey, God is loving us and then He's loving others through us. Mm. Right? The direction of God's love flows to us and then through and out of us. Mm, that's so that as the source of all love, even the love that we're giving to other people, that's coming from God in the first place, mm. um, coming through us to other people, so that as we love one another, we are actually experiencing God's love for us. Mm. Yeah,
1: Jesus ministers.
0: Uh, He ministers to
1: us and then he ministers through us. Mm -hmm. And through his people uh, is kind of his primary, not kind of, it is his primary means by which the love of God gets manifested in the world, Mm -hmm. Uh, which is why John over and over again brings it back to all of these practical encouragements and commands to obey the commands of Jesus, actually do these things. And he goes as far as to say that if you don't love your brothers, if you hate them, by contrast, then you definitely don't know the Father, because the mm. love of God always goes through you. And if there's mm. no love of God going through you, uh, then there's reason to question of whether or not it's actually come into you. Mm. Uh, so what a good what a good reminder for us this morning that no matter where we are, uh, God's love, His desire is to first impact us internally. And then to flow through us externally to others, which means that uh, in God's providence, there's always opportunities for us to manifest God's love. It doesn't have to be these massive, significant things that, you know, uh, news articles get written about. It can be the simple things that you mentioned to start, you know, just caring about people, Mm -hmm. entering into people's stories, Mm Uh, offering our time, our energy, our resources in order to meet the practical needs of others, to do exactly what Jesus did to us, which is step down Mm. into our mess and to say, hey, I'm here with you in this mess. Whatever I can do, whatever I can be, whatever I can offer, I'm willing to do. I'm confident that if each of us, empowered and influenced by the love of God, began looking at our lives as opportunities, to manifest God's love, Mm -hmm. we wouldn't look up and be like, oh, there's not enough opportunity. (laughs) We'd probably be overwhelmed by the opportunity, which would drive us back to the Father for more of His love, for more of His grace, for more of His power. Uh, And we know that He would be glad to give it. So as we close this morning, let us just encourage each of you, wherever you are, uh, God, the God who is love, loves you. Mm -hmm. And you can tap into that love by coming to the Lord Jesus Christ and then the encouragement is that that love will always end up flowing through you to others. And as we mentioned and as Jesus said in his in John's gospel, as we manifest that love, the world will know that we're his disciples and Jesus will get glory and his kingdom will expand. It'd be exciting to think about what all that could mean for us right here mm-hmm. uh, through First Press. So We love you guys and we look forward to being together next week.